Chapter Five of Bunny Brown and His Sister Sue at Camp Restawhile by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Off to Camp. Bunny Brown opened his eyes and sat up in bed. Then he blinked his eyes. Next he rubbed them. Then he looked all around the bed. Yes, there was no doubt about it. He was in his own little room, with the pictures he so well knew hanging on the walls, with his toys on the box in the corner. It was his own room, and he had awakened in his own bed, and yet— "'Sue! Sue!' called Bunny in a whisper, looking toward the open door of the room in which his sister slept. "'Sue, is you there?' "'Yes, Bunny, I'm here.' "'And are you in your own bed?' "'Yes, I is.' Sometimes Bunny and Sue did not speak just right, as perhaps you have noticed. But Sue, Sue, Bunny went on, didn't we go to sleep in the tent? Or did we? Did I dream it? I, I don't know, Bunny, answered Sue. I members about being in the tent, and Splash was there too, but I'm in my bed now. So am I, Sue. I, I wonder how we got here. Bunny looked all around his room again, as if trying to solve the puzzle but he could not guess what had happened. He remembered how he and Sue had gotten up in the middle of the night, and how they had crept inside the tent. Then Splash had come, and how funny it was when Sue thought their dog was a bear. Then they had all gone to sleep in the tent, and now—well, Bunny was certainly in his bed, and so was Sue in hers. How—how did it happen? asked Bunny. He heard a laugh out in the hall. Running to the door, he saw his father and mother standing there. Then Bunny understood. "'Oh, you carried us in from the tent when we were asleep, didn't you, Daddy?' asked Bunny, pointing a finger at his father. "'Yes, that's what I did.' "'Oh, Bunny, what made you and Sue do a thing like that?' asked Mother Brown. "'I was so frightened when I came in to cover you and Sue up and couldn't find my little ones. What made you do it?' "'Why?' why said bunny slowly we wanted to get some practice at camping out sue and i did just like they practice piano lessons so we went to sleep in the tent well don't do it again until we really go camping said daddy brown when we are in the woods at lake wanda you can sleep in the tent as much as you like for then we'll have cot beds and everything right anyhow I'm going to take down the tent today and get it ready to pack up for camp. When are we going? asked Bunny. Oh, in about a week, I guess, answered his father. Then I'm going to pack up, declared the little boy. I've got lots of things I want to take to camp. And so have I, called Sue, who had run out of her own room. I'm going to take two of my best dolls and all their clothes. You can take some of your toys and playthings, but not too many said mrs brown you must remember that you'll be out in the woods a good part of the time having fun among the trees or perhaps on the lake so you won't want too many home toys are we going to have a boat on the lake asked bunny eagerly yes but you're not to go out in it alone bunker blue is coming with us and he will look after you on the water and uncle tad will look after you in the woods that is, when either Daddy or myself is not with you children. Now you'd better get dressed for breakfast, and don't go out in the middle of the night any more and sleep in a tent. 
"'We won't,' promised Bunny Brown and his sister Sue. "'That week began the work of getting ready to go to camp. "'One of the first things Daddy Brown did was to get two other tents. "'One of these was to be the dining-room tent, "'where the table would be set for eating when in camp. "'Another tent, smaller than either of the two, would do to cook in. "'Besides the tents, they must take with them things to eat.' knives forks spoons dishes pots and pans an oil stove and bed clothing all these things daddy brown or mother brown with the help of uncle tad or bunker blue packed the big automobile in which the brown family had eaten and slept when on their trip to grandpa's farm was once more made ready for a journey in this were packed the tents the bedding the stove, the good things to eat, and all that would be needed in camp. Of course, they could not take with them all they would want to eat through the summer, for they expected to stay in camp until fall. But there were stores not far from Lake Wanda, and in them could be bought bread, butter, sugar, tea, coffee, or whatever else was needed. "'Are we going to sleep in the automobile this time?' asked Bunny as he looked inside the big moving van. I don't see where we can make a bed, Bunny went on, for the van was quite filled with the tents, cot beds, chairs, tables, the oil stove, and other things. No, we're not going to sleep in the auto this time, said Mr. Brown. It will only take us a day to get from here to Lake Wanda, where we are going to camp. So we will get up here in our own home in the morning, ride to camp, put up the tents, and that same night we will sleep in them. Oh, what fun it will be, cried Sue joyfully. It will be dandy, exclaimed Bunny, and I'll catch fish for our supper in the lake. I hope you won't catch them as you caught the turtle in the New York Aquarium, the time we went to Aunt Lou's city home, said Mother Brown with a laugh. No, I won't catch any mud turtles, promised Bunny. In the book before this one, I've told you about Bunny catching the turtle on a bent pin hook with a piece of rag for bait. He had quite an exciting time. Everyone at the brown house was busy now. There was much to be done to get ready to go to camp. Bunny and Sue were each given a box and told that this must hold all their toys and playthings. You may take with you only as much as your two boxes will hold said Daddy Brown to Bunny and Sue, so pick out the play toys you like best, as the two boxes are all you may have. And when you get to camp, I want you always, when you have finished playing, to put back in the boxes the toys you have finished with. In that way you will always know where they are when you want them again, and you won't have to be looking for them or asking your mother or me to help you find them. Besides, we must keep our camp looking nice, and a camp can't look nice if toys and playthings are scattered all about. So pick out the things you want to take with you, pack them in your boxes, and, after you get to camp, keep your toys in the boxes. That is one of our rules. Aye, aye, sir, answered Bunny, making a funny little bob with his head, as he had seen some of the old sailors at his father's dock do when they answered. I'm just going to take my dolls and some picture books for them to look at, said Sue. Pooh! Dolls can't look at picture books, exclaimed Bunny. 
"'Yes, they can, too,' cried Sue. "'No, they can't. "'Well, I mean make-believe, Bunny Brown.' "'Oh, well, yes, make-believe. "'I thought you meant real.' "'Well, I can look at them real,' said Sue, "'and make-believe I'm reading to my dolls.' "'Oh, yes,' agreed Bunny. "'What are you going to take?' asked Sue of her brother. "'Oh, I'm going to take my fish-pole and my pop-gun. "'That only shoots a cork,' cried Sue. "'You can't hit any bears with that.' "'I can scare em with it when it pops,' cried Bunny. "'That's all I want to do. "'I don't want to kill a bear anyhow. "'I just want to scare em. "'And maybe when I scare a little bear, "'I can grab it and bring it home and tame it.' "'Oh, if you only could,' cried Sue. "'Then we could make it do tricks, and we could get a hand-organ and go around with a trained bear instead of a monkey. Yes, said Bunny. We could until the bear got too big. I guess I wouldn't want a big bear, Sue. No, little ones is the nicest. Maybe we'd better get a monkey anyhow, because they never grow big. I don't believe any monkeys grow in the woods where we're going to camp, observed Bunny, but we'll look anyhow, and maybe I can scare one of them with my pop-gun. Then the two children talked of what fun they would have in camp. They put things in their two boxes, took them out again, and tried to crowd in more, for they found they did not want to leave any of their toys or playthings behind. But they could not get them all in two small boxes, so finally they picked out what they liked best, and these were put in the automobile. Mr. and Mrs. Brown had done most of the other packing, the auto-moving van was quite full, there being just enough room for Mrs. Brown, Uncle Tad, and the two children to ride in the back, while Daddy Brown and Bunker Blue sat on the front seat. At last everything was ready. The last things had been put in the automobile and tied fast. The children took their places and called to Splash. Of course he was to go with them. He would run along the road until he grew tired and then he could ride in the automobile. "'All aboard!' called Bunker Blue as he sat at the steering wheel. "'Is everybody ready?' "'I am,' answered Bunny Brown. "'I've got my fishing pole, and I can dig some worms when I get to camp.' "'Are you going to fish with worms?' asked Sue. "'Sure I am. Fishes love worms.' "'I don't,' Sue said. "'Worms is so squiggly.' She always said that when Bunny spoke of worms." "'Well, I guess we're all ready,' remarked Daddy. "'Start off, Bunker Blue.' "'Chug, chug,' went the automobile. "'Bow, wow,' barked the dog Splash. "'Good-bye,' called Bunny and Sue to some of their little boy and girl friends who had gathered to wave farewell. "'Good-bye, good-bye.' Then the big automobile rolled out into the road. The Browns were off to camp. End of chapter 5